0: You are listening to the Running With God Podcast Speedwork Edition. new episode of the Running with God podcast. I am your host, Coach Darby, and I would like to welcome you back to the podcast. This is episode two of a four-part Advent series that we're doing. If you haven't checked out the first episode of this Advent series, I would encourage you to go check that episode out as we continue along in this journey of Advent, this journey of expectant waiting. Once again, this is a speed work episode, but we are going to save the speed workouts for another series. We're going to take a break from those for right now, but we will be reaping our way through God's word. Our scripture today comes from Psalm chapter 16. We're going to be focusing in on verse 8 and verse 9, and then we're going to travel over to Matthew and look at something that parallels this scripture perfectly. So if you have your Bibles, I would encourage you to turn with me. Psalm chapter 16, verses 8 and 9. And my translation says, I keep my eyes on. Always on the Lord. With Him at my right hand, I will not be shaken. Therefore, my heart is glad and my tongue rejoices, and my body also will rest secure. Now, if you'll travel over to the book of Matthew, we're going to look at chapter 8. We're going to be looking at verses 23 through 27. Very familiar passage here. It says, Then he got into the boat, him being Jesus, and his disciples followed him. Suddenly a furious storm came up on the lake, so the waves swept over the boat, but Jesus was sleeping. The disciples went and woke him, saying, Lord, save us, we're going to drown. And then he replied, Jesus replied, You of little faith, why are you so afraid? And then he got up. And rebuked the winds and the waves, and it was completely calm. The men were amazed and asked, What kind of man is this that even the winds and the waves obey him? And I say that those are parallel passages. They don't really parallel each other in context. But what they do parallel each other in is the response that we have to God. Oftentimes, as we've talked about with the season of Advent, Advent is all about expectant waiting. And just because we're waiting on God to do something amazing, that doesn't mean that he doesn't have a plan for us in the waiting. And based on What I'm seeing here in the text is that there is a correct way to wait on the Lord. It's an exercise of faith. It's waiting on God, knowing that God ultimately is going to take care of you if you keep your focus on him. Notice what the psalmist said back over in Psalm 16, where we just read a moment ago in verse 8. I will keep my eyes on the Lord. I will keep my eyes fixed on the Lord. And with him at my right hand, I won't be shaken. I won't be a nervous wreck. When the storms of life come at me or when the waiting game gets very long and distraught, I won't be shaken because I will keep my eyes fixed on the Lord. And that's exactly what we see Jesus do. I mean, you can't recall a single time in the life of Jesus that he was. Not completely laser focused on his Father, God in heaven. He was always focused on exalting God in heaven. And because of that, he wasn't shaken. In fact, it goes on to say in verse 9 of that psalm, Therefore, my heart is glad and my tongue rejoices, and my body will also rest. Secure. Look at what Jesus is doing in this section of Matthew. He's on a boat in the middle of the storm, and the disciples literally have to wake him up. He is at peace. He is comfortable, comfortable enough to sleep on a boat in the middle of the storm. And when they wake him up and Jesus rebukes the storm, his conversation to them is, You of little faith Why are you afraid Jesus questions the faith Of the disciples in that moment And I believe that's what God is teaching Us through this season of Advent Is that yes we are Called to wait and we're called to wait with Expectation but during that Waiting it's an exercise of faith To keep your attention on Jesus to stay laser focused On him trusting him That he is going to see you through Even the darkest storms of life so that you don't have to be shaken. You don't have to be worried. You don't have to be afraid. I think of it like this. Um, I was in line at a fast food restaurant the other day. I was getting really agitated because this line was not moving. And about the 15-minute mark of this line not moving, I decided to get out of line and go to a different fast food restaurant. I gave up on waiting for that fast food line to move at all. I gave up. But on the same sense, if I was sitting in an airport and I found out that my flight was delayed, I probably might get mad. I might get frustrated, but I don't know that I'm going to give up and walk out of the airport and go home. Why is that? Why are we more patient in places like airports when things happen, when our flights are delayed, when we have to wait longer. I believe it's because we have so much invested in those airplane tickets. We are so laser focused on our destination that waiting a little bit longer to get there is not going to cause us to stumble. It's not going to cause us to waver or to be shaken. Instead, we wait with patience because we're laser focused on our destination. It's important to us. We have too much invested on it, whereas I didn't have a lot invested in waiting on that roast beef sandwich. I was able to sacrifice that roast beef sandwich and head to another place and get a burger instead. That's just the nature of waiting. We're willing to wait for something that we're invested in. We're willing to wait for something that we are laser focused on when we're fixated on that destination and where we want to be. Sometimes we're willing to wait a little bit longer in situations like that than we are to wait in other places, and I think about my experiences in airports. When flights have been delayed, there is a fair amount of faith and trust that I am placing in the individuals who have delayed the flight. Like, if I'm in an airport right now and my flight's delayed, I'm hoping that it's delayed for a good reason. It could be a mechanical error on the plane that needs to be corrected. It could be the pilot running behind and maybe he's off schedule. Uh, It could be the weather. It could be that the people that are in charge of the airport don't feel That the plane should take off during the severe weather But I'm trusting and applying faith in those situations That I'm willing to sit there and wait Until the conditions are right To get on that plane and to take off And to arrive at my destination It's the same way with God We have to be patient enough to let His plans unfold To let them unravel To let them be revealed to us And the timeliness of all that Might often involve uncomfortable waiting But it's good waiting. It's expectant waiting because God always delivers on his promises. There's always something great waiting on the other end of God's will. So I believe what these two passages are teaching us is that when we wait on God, we are exercising our faith. We are waiting in expectation. We are not going to be shaken. We are not going to be worried or concerned that God has disregarded us or forgotten us. But instead, we can be secure and rest in the promise that God will prevail. Always stay focused on Christ during your season of waiting. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Running With God podcast. More than nominal Christianity. Send us an email at runningwithgodpodcast at gmail.com.